Hello and welcome back to the For Foot Sake podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Bristow, and on today's podcast, we have one returning guest and two brand new guests. Today's returning guest is Jay Plays, and our two brand new guests today are BPM Animal and D Campion. Jay, I want to go to you first, though. I know we've kind of gone over last time we had you on, it was a while back now, but kind of what got you into kind of FIFA content creation and uh, how's your experience from the game so far this year? Yeah, I mean, thanks for having me back. I must have done okay last time to if you wanted to bring me back but you did all right um, <laughs> yeah i think uh, i went over it a bit last time but yeah just been playing the game since the very beginning of ultimate team 2010 2009 um it was more of a case of i'm playing the game anyway might as well make something out of it and start streaming start sharing it with other people really um and yeah it's been i think last time i was on i've been streaming for about five months and it's been just over a year now so still enjoying it just just as much really yeah, and also with the with the game this year, Alfie, did you stream at all last FIFA or not? Um, it was towards, so I started at the beginning of Team of the Season last year. So I've gone from Team of the Season to Team of the Season, really. And um, obviously, so this has been the yeah. first full FIFA. And obviously with this FIFA, would you kind of say you're enjoying this FIFA a lot more than the last FIFA? How would you compare it to previous ones too this year? I think I am enjoying it. I think there's there's these little things that everyone has annoyances with in the game that they could fix and I can I'm looking back to what I spoke about before and a lot of the things that were there haven't even been addressed um but yeah I'm, I am enjoying the game in terms of menu content all that kind of thing is I find I usually keep that separate to actual gameplay really because I think the gameplay is in a worse worse state than it was last year but the menus and everything around the game other than that I'm really enjoying yeah, that's the one thing that's crazy with, with FIFA again. The actual like non-gameplay stuff is such a big part of it. And again, a lot of streamers won't even touch the gameplay side of it, which again, most people, again, when you start getting into FIFA, you play FIFA because you actually want to play the game of football, actually play the actual game. But nowadays, a lot of guys don't even touch that, which seems crazy too. And as far as Team of the Season goes, would you say it's one of your favourite parts of the year? I feel like everyone says this, but would you say it's up there for you? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, team of the Year is obviously pretty good as well but you have to have obviously enough packs and enough content yourself to sustain team of the year being good but team of the season is yeah definitely my favorite time of the year in terms of upgrade packs just sending it and getting all these fun players in your teams really and also i know you've got a tiktok series going right now as well is it team of the season or bust how is that going yeah. so far too yeah it's going amazing it's going amazing i i kind of coming into team of the season i was like i want something a bit extra to do rather than just sit there and open packs i want there to be a bit of an objective and a, a fun series around it so yeah that's been doing really good really really well on tiktok i've had some good feedback on that so yeah hopefully that continues and what was the concept with that as well did you did i see you have to discard if you don't get the yes. whole team so every every friday we uh we spin a wheel which has all the positions that we could possibly get a team of season player in we choose three positions from that and those are the three positions we have to pack this week or if we don't pack any if we don't pack all three of those we have to discard all the team seasons we've had in that week um so this week for example we've got striker left wing and goalkeeper so i've got a pack um son or mane which is going to be almost <laughs> impossible but <laughs> i think people will like it if i have to discard some players so we'll see yeah i, I like that concept again something a little bit different too and kind of keeping it fresh for you as well and hopefully uh it goes well for you as well i'm now we're going to go to our two brand new guests we'll go to bpm animal first james how are we doing today I'm not doing too bad, Max. Thanks for having me on. No worries. And, and for you, kind of what got you started with content creation and uh, how do you say your experience has been so far Been so far this year with the game? Um, so I've been playing Ultimate Team since obviously it started back in 09 when you had to pay for it. I've <laughs> um, been playing FIFA since like the mid-90s. 
pretty much, late 90s. Um, and I got started, basically, I was around on Twitter under a different account for quite a while. Um, made a BPM account back in late November, and then it just went from there, really. It, it sort of blew up overnight, almost. Um, I got to sort of February time. I kept having DMs asking me, are you going to start streaming? I was sort of like, don't I, do I? Um, so I got speaking to a couple of people and I said, you know what, just give it a go. Um, nothing, nothing ventured, nothing gained. And there we are two months later. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride the last uh, six months. Now that's quality. And with BPM stuff too, have you always been like a fan of BPM? Like what got you into that as well? Yeah. So I've, I've done it since probably league SBCs came in, um, the first year of league SBCs, BPM into upgrades into league SBCs. Obviously back then we had the players that you could get which is something I'd like to see come back. Um, but yeah, I've been doing that um, away, obviously, since uh, start content creation. It's just something part of the game I love. I love the menus. Um, much prefer the menus to gameplay. <laughs> As Jay's already alluded to, it, I think it's uh, the best part of the game. But I do think EA could do a little bit more in that respect as well. And as far as obviously like BPM and the game goes this year too, would you say this year has been kind of really good for BPM? And like, have you been enjoying this game this year's edition more than other years? How would you compare that? Um, I'd I'd say this setup of the menus, um, the league SBCs are very good for grinding packs. Um, I mean, over Black Friday, I made one point five million coins just on selling bronze cards. So when you look at it like that, um, <laughs> it's been a very successful year. But um, yeah, it's. I think I wish the gameplay was a little bit better. It's very inconsistent. It varies patch to patch. Um, I know that's something a lot of my followers have issues with as well, as well as myself. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a bit of a weird one this year. I'm not going to lie. Um, I slightly enjoy the gameplay. Sometimes I hate it. I feel like it's that love hate relationship that you that you always see with FIFA. And that's the thing too. I feel like everyone is at that stage at some point as well. People always people like to say they hate the game and obviously there must be a reason for everyone to keep going back to it there must some love there as there as well but again i know uh everyone has a hate love hate relationship at some point some point as well and our last brand new guest today is d camping danny welcome to the podcast how are we doing today thank you so much for having me on max i'm excited mate and for um, you i'm sorry for you danny here as well what got what got you started with content creation and have you found this year's game um i think like it was kind of by accident to be honest I was like, I didn't even mean it. Like, I um, it was in lockdown, just at the end of lockdown when I started streaming, um, and uh, it was literally by chance. My my missus had my missus bought me a PS Five. Yeah, I am married and marrying her. I did get engaged <laughs> away after it, um, and uh, it just so happened that I came with a webcam. It was one of those bundles, um, and I had always kind of looked at Twitch for different things and that, but I never knew anything about it, um. And I was bored in lockdown one day and I just thought we'll just we'll just turn on the camera and see what happens. And um, I was kind of one. I was quite lucky. I think a few people kind of came into the stream from my Facebook, my friends and stuff like that. So I got affiliated pretty much straight away. And then I started like researching what is Twitch like and what, you know, why is there 30,000 people watching Castro? Like, you know, like what's the big deal about? So I started researching it and kind of thought, oh, this actually this, this is pretty cool. Um, and it just kind of grew quickly. Uh, a lot of people probably don't know that I actually built my first, my community off of Warzone. I was a Warzone player. I wasn't a FIFA player at all. Um, and uh, I'm actually I'm actually signed up with a Warzone org, an esports org. Um, so, um, but then obviously as that game kind of shifted um, towards the end of summer, FIFA came out. And I said, once FIFA comes out, I'm definitely going to be, I'm going to stream FIFA and see how it goes. 
Um, and I just haven't gone back. Like it's been it's been in an incredible first year of streaming FIFA. Um, you know, learned so much. I met so many great people through the community. It's just been it's just been phenomenal, honestly. Um, so yeah, it just kind of it just kind of fell on my lap to be honest. And I'm learning as we go. You know, I knew nothing. I still don't know an awful lot about content creation, but um, it's I really don't like you know. But it's really cool learning from other content creators like Jay. You know, Jay's brilliant, man. Like that team of season of bust is an incredible idea, and the way he's gone about setting it up, like this is the thing. I I would have ideas like that, but I wouldn't have a clue how to to bring them to fruition. You know, that's the stage that I'm at. I'm in the baby stages of it, um, you know. But um, maybe one day I can be like Jay. You know. <laughs> and uh, as far as the Ultimate Team goes, have you always been big into Ultimate Team? I know you said you've played Warzone beforehand. Is Ultimate Team kind of a fairly new yeah, thing to Ultimate, you? Ultimate Team has been my thing since the same same as James, since you had to pay for it. Like as soon as it came out, my poor mother's credit card, she didn't. I was like, <laughs> I was at an age, yeah, when, what was I? I would have been about 13-ish. 10 40 okay maybe a little bit older i i should have known better um but yeah like when, when you had to pay for it and put fifa points on and stuff like that i didn't know it was real money going on there like i don't think anybody really knew what was going on at the start <laughs> oh her poor credit card took a beating man honestly i'll never forget the day she woke me up with a with a credit card bill for like 500 quid i'm like i don't even know what i did like um but yeah uh, i've literally i've been playing ultimate team since it since it came out and uh the evolution is just mental and i think um like for me, it's 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 a case of I love FIFA because it's what we've all grown up playing, right? We've we've grown up playing FIFA, Pro Evo for a couple of years when it was in its prime. I think Pro, Pro Evo five and six were amazing. Yeah, um, those were the years. I think it was like the uh, Pierre Luigi Colina yeah. on the, the front cover. Yeah, 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 and it was just amazing, you know. And then FIFA really took over as the only football game out there, and the graphics kind of took over, um, and it was kind of, you know, Ultimate Team was really intriguing because you get to build your own team. Everybody likes career mode, yeah? Like, the career mode was my thing before Ultimate Team. Like, we love it. I used to always buy all these players and have all these superstars on one team. They enabled us then with Ultimate Team to actually make that happen and play online instead. So it was really intriguing. I think everyone just bought into it. Um, my opinions on it now, I think they've lost their way in terms of community and what the community want and need for the sake of money and greed if i'm honest with you um i think they're definitely bypassing a lot of issues in the game um to suit their back pockets rather than anything else Um, you know not that we not that we can prove any of this stuff like scripting or any of that like we can't prove it it can't be proven but you know if 99.9 percent .9 of the community is saying that these silly things are happening for a reason then the chances are it's it's probably um it's probably true you know but um yeah so yeah there's got to be some kind of explanation for it and that's the thing i think there's always kind of these like conspiracy theories going around about the game things like that and again with ea kind of making more money year on year on year we kind of always go on go on about them being a business on this podcast and if they want to make a lot of money they're, they're going they're doing a very good job with it and obviously people can complain as much as they want about the gameplay and other things within the game but if you're making more money each year then for them, they're probably yeah. thinking we're doing a good job here and their, their shareholders are thinking like, carry on doing what you're doing. It must be working. So unfortunately, I don't think anything is really going to change too much in the near future because they are doing so well as much as people like to say they aren't. Um, but it is, it is a tough no, thing there. 
But we are going to go into kind of team of the season is finally here. I want to get your guys' takes on how team of the season has gone for you guys so far. Uh, James, I want to go to you first on this one. How's your first week of team of the season been? And kind of what are you looking forward to most for the rest of team of the season? Um. So yeah, first week of team of the season, not bad. I packed 22 blues, so I can't complain. None of the big boys. Um, I had my reds today and I got Bernardo Silva and Alisson, which wasn't great because I'm like a red son being a ah. second one. Um, <laughs> don't laugh, Dan. Um, but yeah, the first week's been good. I've, I've liked the variety of SBCs. Um, I really like the Carlos Vea card. I thought the Carlos Vea card was very good, very cheap as well. Same with the Biscagli. And obviously being a Tottenham fan, having the flashback Deli Ali and the uh, Harry Kane um, immediately got crafted and straight into the team. So I think the first week's been good. I like the fact that we've got the token system back as well. I think the token system is very good. I wish it was a little bit different. I wish we had exclusive TOTS players in the token system, um, like we did with Future Stars and Winter Wildcard. I feel like that would have been a good addition. Um, but overall, I think it's been a very good start team of the season. I'm most looking forward to the rest of the world team of the season because that you get the players that from other leagues that you try and fit into your team, and usually they get very, very good boosted cards. Um, so I'm mostly looking forward to that. Yeah, I think obviously we touched a bit last week as one of the podcasts that like the amount of icons in the game too, it's going to be so easy to get these guys into your team. And again, it's team of the season is one of those things you, you find hidden gems here and now. Obviously, none of the big guys will get good juice cards. There's always a few each year that kind of are hidden gems that you'll find that play really well in game. It's just whether I think they give him like a skill move or a weak foot boost. But I know, obviously, with the kind of first three teams we've had from Team of the Season, they've done well, kind of giving the, giving them these boosts here and there too. And obviously, gotten Harry Kane with the the four star, five star, Mane this week with the five star skills too. So hopefully, we see some hidden gems here and there as well. And as far as tots go, is there anything else that you wouldn't mind added to tots this year? Anything you can think of that wouldn't be kind of a would be a new thing this year? I think maybe having the versus back, um, do you know where you could vote on a player? So maybe you have two players from the same league and the community gets to vote which one gets an SBC. I think that'd be a cool addition again. I think we've had that in the past. Um, and that's all I can really think of. I think EA have done everything they can to make it as engaging as possible. Um, the only thing I will say is some of it is rinse and repeat, like the tokens and the, um, the daily cup um, where you get three chances a day to win a game. Um, it's very much once EA find a formula that works, they tend to stick to it. They don't tend to try something new. Um, and obviously what that new thing would be, I don't know, but it would just be nice to have a bit of variety, I guess. Yeah, I no, think we'll see any criticism yeah. that I could find. Yeah, no, I like that. Like I said, it's with Team of the Season, I know in previous years they've kind of changed up the the upgrades every like every week or so. They change what they are. But yeah, little things like that. Obviously, I know the, they're trying to bring back the daily knockout tournament style thing with the with the Tots Cup. Just wouldn't ask it. Wouldn't be not, wouldn't be bad having a like in a maybe an additional player you could get from that as well. Say you win ten games, mm -hmm. you get a player too. And Danny, for you, how's your first week of Tots been as well? Um, first week was good. Like Air Division community, I think I packed like twenty five ish of them. Um, ninety nine percent of them are not usable for me, which is annoying. But um, still nice to get them. Um, it's been good for me personally. Like, it's brilliant because there's but there's a buzz around the content. Like, there's a buzz around in the community. Like, people are watching streamers on Twitch. Last week was so slow. Like last week, I've seen Crashro stream usually with thirty thousand people in there. He was he was only on 12k for the whole of last week like he literally 
cut his numbers in half and that's because the content was so dead like like you said most people don't like watching gameplay um you know so having the content back and coming quickly as well these flash sbcs everything like you know even if i'm not online i'll get a text in discord or something and say yo there's a flash sbc that's rare mega pack you know and everyone's engaging i think the buzz around it is 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 really good um i'm not happy with my red picks i done i grinded two accounts and i'm not happy like i got absolutely shafted and it was basically 12 hours of a grind for absolutely nothing um i did get son human son and i discarded him straight away james by the way all right i'm not gonna say what i'm about to say we're in a pg environment (laughs) (laughs) no no i didn't he's actually cracked um but yeah it's for me for me it's more the the buzz around team of the season rather than the actual like i will buzz off getting a useless blue card just because it's a it's a blue card that i packed that's the beauty of it i think is it's it's a great time of year for fifa um and everyone seems to have quite big pack weight you know everyone everyone gets something they give out these best players at the end of the year just because they can and it's it's for the last couple of months of, of gameplay or whatever and i think that's nice um but uh but yeah I, i'm enjoying it man it's my like i said it's my first time streaming in fifa too so uh for me it's a big buzz it's like a brand new thing um and i didn't know how team of the season would work what you know would people be buzzing but it's been absolutely brilliant it's been fantastic and as far as the rest of tots go is there anything else you're kind of looking forward to with team of the season any like any specific leagues or any players here and there um i mean i'm kind of annoyed how they've they've put a couple of big leagues at the end you know i would like to have seen them quick fired off and then had the kind of smaller leagues at, at the end of it you know um you know like i've my main account is like a, a, a syria team basically an italian team so now i have to wait till what may i think it's when is it june the 5th or something till they drop syria team of the season i'm like you know anyone that i pack from now for a month literally doesn't fit in my team at the minute you know or even just a mini release like have a mini release or a teaser release of a honorable mentions for, for these leagues that you have to wait for and let them, you know, give them an SBC or something um, and let people who have all these different types of teams pick these players, you know, pick these players up to just to keep them interested for a month, you know. Um, but yeah, it's 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 definitely going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um, the Prem team of the season, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with. I think there's a couple of players that, that shouldn't be in it. Coming <laughs> some, but... Um, the uh <laughs> no nibbles you've had your lunch james you, you've had your lunch not <laughs> I, didn't say, I didn't say anything done crazy didn't say anything. that's crazy wow well done dude. Right. leads are at such a low no one can take the mick out of us so it's fine yeah i was gonna, I was gonna get on to your next here jay and i know i know you've been <laughs> waiting here quietly i know uh leads on well, they, they would have done well to get one player in there this year but as far as jay for you how's your tots been in your first week i know you had your tots up bust how was the first yeah. week of that and obviously how was your first week of tots as well yeah, I was still I was still praying for a uh, team of season Rafinha. They they snuck him in the vote, but yeah, I don't think he had any chance to be honest. Um, but yeah, first week's been it's been really fun with the series, adding a bit of extra. I don't know where my pack lot was compared to these guys because I only managed to pack four of them. Four. Um, yeah. How many packs did you open, Jay? I opened about I think I worked it out to close to 150, 160 packs oh from God. like league SBC packs, and yeah, only four. Luckily, I had the um, people that watch the series will know, but I had the red picks right at the end that saved us for that week. But we did manage to pick up a uh, Zaha, which I've been absolutely loving. I think it's been really good. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, first week, as always, like we've been saying, team seasons is the best time of the year. Um, I've, I'm in the lucky position that I've got quite a stacked account in terms of fodder and coins and stuff, so I've managed to build up a lot of packs. Um, and I think that's where the that's where the draw is of people coming to your stream and they want to just see endless packs and content, that kind of thing. And that's the thing I'll see that's what separates team of the season from team of the year. Again, there are kind of the two biggest parts of them FIFA, though, with team of the year. The likelihood of you even packing one of those blue cards is next to none, at least the team of the season, regardless of what kind of player it is. Again, I think Danny mentioned that too. So it's a blue card. You want to see a blue, regardless of they're good or bad. This is a case of that feeling of packing a good one, just a special yeah. card. Um, and with Tots, no matter how bad your pack luck is going to be, you're at least going to pack one Tots here and there, um, or only four. Yeah, and it's going to... It will come good in the end. You you kind of feel that you, eventually your luck will turn around. I do like it as well in terms of a community thing and streaming is a lot. Everyone else is more hyped about what they're packing. Like mm. I, every stream that I'm I'm doing at the moment, every five minutes there'll be someone like, "Oh my god, I just packed so and so. I just packed yeah, this." Yeah. Whereas months before, maybe if you packed one of the top promo cards, yeah. But other than that, players weren't getting into people's teams unless they were top icons. Now, and that's um, yeah, it's tough with EA for them to kind of keep that excitement going the whole year and it's kind of it is annoying that you've got to wait until the end of the game to really enjoy it properly but no i, I fully get that too um yeah they re they really can't win in terms of obviously people want to see boosted cards in promos but they do have to keep this the cycle going to last the whole year you know i think they have done a, a kind of good job in terms of some of the new promos where they've been boosting skill moves and weak foot instead of just boosting the cards and that kind of thing that's made them a lot more, a lot more usable and that's always a tough thing. EA always need to make sure that the power curve, again, is slowly improved throughout the year. If they make it too good too early, then again, everyone starts playing the game because the team's already really good. They don't improve it quick enough. You're stuck with the whole year with kind of average players not really getting a big boost on them. So it's always tough for them. And I know for th this year, I think the only part of the year that I was a little bit kind of concerned about the game was probably around team of the year with the team of the year honorable mention knees because i felt that they were too good for that time again you've still got like the um mm. that rudiger card which is probably still one of the best marks in the game and he and he wasn't even a team of the year card i mean you, you had cards like that harlan card i know he's three star three stuff so i think he had like 95 pace 94 shooting um there's a lot of good cards released around then and once they were released i was like there's not not much point getting these new promo cards because we've had these good cards already but at least now with tots Everyone's team's going to change every single week. And even if you just start playing the game now, if you if you start at TOTS in like two weeks, you could have a team as good as someone else who's played FIFA the whole year, which again, is good for that new person. But then it's also like, you kind of feel like you wasted the whole year playing the game too. But it's kind of, it's hard to kind of give, give the best of both worlds there too. And I do want to go over kind of the, the new rewards. I know rewards have changed a little bit this year. We've, they've added in a red pick for squad battles too. Jay, I want to go to you first on this one. Obviously, we've experienced the, the kind of the first week of the new rewards. What are your thoughts on them? Are they better than previous years? And uh, with the score battles ones, have you been tempted to play score battles too? No, I don't think anything can tempt me to play score battles really in the game. I I, I did play a, a, f a little bit to do some icon swaps. That was the only really time I've ever touched score battles this year. Um, I think that pushed me into like silver one. So I got a max 90 rated team this season which is okay but it's there for the people that enjoy enjoying doing that at least at least it's another option where people don't have to play champs to get to get those if they want to if they want to play squad battles um but in terms of the champs rewards obviously most people know if they watch me i'm a massive bottle job in terms of foot champs so get pushed into 14 wins is pretty tough 
So I would have liked to have them seen maybe put some sort of team of season pack, even if it's just one player instead of three for like eleven wins, would have been would have been nice because obviously it all, all it all adds to the stress and the rage of foot champs if everyone's trying to push to fourteen and it creates that more toxic environment in the whole game. It's tough as well. I know because I know last year the like the tots pack was at elite three at twenty three wins. Whether I think I do I do think fourteen wins is easier than getting elite three has been in previous years. But I know for some people, I think the I think people's issue is that it's not that it's easy to get fourteen wins. I think it was that it was easy to get a team of the week pack the whole year, whereas obviously in previous years it was so hard to get a team of the week pack. Whereas now they've kind of gone from hit yeah it's easy to get a team of the week pack, but now if you want to get a tots pack, it's so much harder. Which it doesn't seem fair to some people, I think. And if EA had kind of said said beforehand that the team of the week pack wasn't was only available at fourteen wins then they wouldn't have complained the way it is right now. But I think that is the main issue. Now, as far as the the Reds go, Jay, how have your Reds been in the past week too? Who did you manage to pick in those? Um, so Red picks, first week we got, um, we did get offered Nabry, but for the series I did have to focus on the positions that I needed because it was the last day and I was a bit under pressure in terms of who we needed to get. So I got Cody and uh, Liveramento as my first two Reds. Um, yeah, not not the best. We did we did have a couple options like uh, John McGinn. I could have taken, but I, like I said, I did need the uh, right back position. Um, and obviously, th- this week I'm still doing uh, doing champs. Obviously, they extended it till Tuesday now. This this uh, for team of the season, which I think is really good. We'll probably go over that over that in a bit, but I think that's a really good change. Yeah, and obviously, team of the season. No, I, I'm I'm not too. I mean, the only reason they've extended, I think, is to, to add in the uh, the additional team they're going to be releasing on a Sunday as well. And obviously, we are recording this pre kind of release of the EFL tots. But again, the the extension of champs, I think, is definitely a bonus. And whether EA are trying it out for next year, I know a lot of times around team of the season they add in a few things here and there to test for the next FIFA. I know obviously crossplay is being tested on other gamers within FIFA 2, so hopefully that isn't there next year. And I think going back to last year, I know they had preview packs, but I think preview packs came post team of the season. But again, maybe it's a test now to see if hey, if Champs was extended until like Tuesday Wednesday, whether that's going to be a bonus, and I think most people would be happy with that anyway. I think it's the only issue I could find personally is that it might mean matchmaking is a little bit tougher to find a game, but if there is cross-play next year, then that should kind of solve that issue anyway. And Danny, I want to go to you next here. As far as the uh, rewards go for this year, do you, do you like the new additions to kind of foot champs on squad battles? Do you think it's better or worse than last year? And kind of how's your experience been with the rewards so far too? I'm, I hate squad battles. I'm never playing them again, <laughs> ever. No, ever. I refuse. I'm actually paying someone to do both of my accounts for, for this swaps. I'm not doing it. I refuse to do it. <laughs> I refuse to do it. I would rather get battered 7-0 online against someone else. I refuse to do it. I'm never doing it again. They're, they can't pay me enough money to make me do it. It was absolutely great. No, mate, I done, I done seven hours on stream one day playing, I think, 12 squad battle games. And I done my icon for an icon pack and I got Baggio. I, I said, never again, never again am I ever putting myself through that. It was disgraceful. It was the worst seven de- hours of my life. There's definitely things they could put in to make squad battles more enjoyable, like adding, if you get to a certain score, the, AI like leaves the game or something like that or doing shorter or halves. Just, just shorten shorten the match, yeah. shorten the matches to three and a half minutes. That that makes so much of a difference, you know? Three and a half minutes each side or something, or three minutes each side, and you could just bang them out. That's it. An hour you'd have six games done. Do you know what I mean? Happy days. Everyone's happy. I, I don't see it took me seven out seven hours, Max. It took seven hours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do these icon swaps and literally i said to someone i have someone in my in my dms i said i'll pay you to do them for me this 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 uh this season i'm not doing it 
and obviously I need the content, but I refuse to do it offline when I'm not streaming. And when I am streaming, I'd rather sit there and look at the menu rather than do squad battles. Like, just look at the menu, not even do anything. Like, it's it's awful. I hate squad battles. I hate them. As far no as one the... can ever change my mind on it. And with the champs to, how's the how's the champs been for you so far as that? Well, with your red picks, how have they been? Has been the red picks have been um, okay. Actually, got Zaha, Son, and Bernardo Silva last night. The Road to Glory account got shafted. We got uh, Trent and Declan Rice, and both my picks were Trent, Declan Rice, and Rodri. That was both of them. I had two picks, and both of them gave me them options. So that was nice. Um, was fuming about that, but yeah, um, they'd be good. I like champs, man. I like, I like what I like the idea around champs this year. I, I really do. I think they've massively screwed up by allowing people to be rewarded for quitting. And like they've massively screwed up. Even if they uh, they just make it so if you DC or, or if you quit, you don't get that one point. That would make a massive difference. You know, you have to finish the game. Just like in squad battles, you have to finish the game to get the rewards. You know, you have to finish the game uh, to get the requirements that you needed from that game. If they just if they even just do that, um but now, I think the issue end... with that though. I think the issue with that is you will get the community, they will just rubber band. So you'll be playing a rubber yeah. band fifteen minutes on the stream, which is but the listen, other issue. But that's fine, as long as I'm winning. <laughs> like if I win, then there's no issue. No, but it, it's true though, because uh, it's true. Get, I know I know what you're saying, Dan. If if you get someone that, that like how many times this year have all of us been in a game, you get awarded a penalty and they turn off the PS5 or they turn off their console? I had it six times this weekend. It, it's, un yeah, it, it's unbelievable. So which is which is worse in your opinion? Rubber banding or, and you winning the game or being about to win the game or going on to win the game and they, they cut out your legs from under you. You don't give it a chance to even do that. For me, for me, it's it's I would rather sit there and play with someone who's rubber banding in champs, get my win and bounce. Thanks for that. You know what I mean? Rather than wasting my time for zero, absolutely nothing. You know, the crazy it's, 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 go on now, crazy, sorry. Crazy thing oh, is James, that I, I remember bringing this up last time I was on the podcast, like six months ago or something like that, I was saying you should get rewarded if the person quits because it's, it's already set up the other way around. The person gets the loss and it's still not fixed. So they, they obviously know about it and it's just not in a priority for them yeah. I don't, I don't to do think, anything I about it. They have to start next year by fixing it. They wouldn't be able to fix it mid-season. Um, they've really, they've really screwed up with it, though. You know that the the fact it's not even like the time wasting either. It's obviously it wastes your time, but it's also the fact that you're actually rewarding toxicity here. Like they're they're genuinely like if someone quits at nil nil, they get one point towards the Italian foot champs. I get nothing and have to replay the game. It makes no sense. And that's the only thing that infuriates me more than anything this year in champs. I think the reward system is brilliant. Um, I do think they need to up the pack wake a little bit for the people who do get the 14, 16, 18. Some of the packs that I've seen from some guys, like, mm. and they've they've got 20 and all, you know, and it's just not reward. It's not. There's no point. Like, I know pro players now who are just saying, I'm just getting 14 wins because I've, I've done 20 and all all, the, all year. And I, I don't even get a walkout from my ultimate packs, you know, stuff like that. It's not worth it. Um, so I do think there's a lot of work to be done. Whether they'll do it, I don't know. Um, you know, it's hard to tell with EA where their priorities lie these days. You know. Um, yeah, no, it's it's tough, and I know they've kind of taken the. I guess they've taken the competitiveness out of champs as far as moving away from the yeah. top 100 leaderboard, top 200, and they put that into rivals. So they kind of again champs this year is very, very more suited to the casual. Um, but then obviously with tots as well, they usually at least make the rewards 
rewarding, more rewarding than the rest of the year. And for most people, again, their Reds will be someone they can put in their team too. And James, for you, um, how have you? What are your thoughts on the, the new rewards for champs with team of the season? And uh, are you tempted to play squad battles? And I, the, I know you, you might be the only one. Are you not one of yeah. them? Yeah. Um, so, so I was the only one who played squad battles this week. Although, albeit, I refused to put myself through 10 last night to get to Elite One. So I only got the max 90 um, rated red. But I got Cracker Ray. So it was all, you know, it's small, small W. Um, yeah. I've, I, <laughs> I think hey, it's. How, was, how many hours did you put in for that? Literally, I played about 10 games, if that. If that. It was for one of the objectives. It might have been the MLS. Swaps. You could, so you could have done that, but... four hours of bronze pack method and bought Kakari instead, mate. Yeah, but I'm fair soon, so. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Fair Sorry, Dan. Sorry, Dan. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think the squad battles edition's a good thing. It's nice that they're revamping rewards every so often. Um, something that we've not seen EA done before. So they've not let that get too stale, which is nice to see. We also forget that a lot of people can't qualify for champs, even though it's only four wins. Um, I think it's quite easy to forget that we're probably like in probably like the top ten percent of FIFA players, and that we can qualify with champs and easily get nine or eleven wins, and maybe fourteen if we don't yeah. bottle it. Like me and Jay regularly do. Um, <laughs> in terms of champs rewards, I, I like the champs rewards. I like the fact that the tradable team of season pack is fourteen wins. I agree with Dan that the higher ranks should get better rewards. I'd like to see the guaranteed ratings come back on the packs as well. Mm-hmm. But I'd also like to see maybe for 11 wins an untradeable team of the season pack or something along those lines. So yeah. whilst you're not getting the tradable and the coins back, you're potentially getting the chance to get an untradeable player that goes into your team. I think that would have been like a good um, sort of middle ground for EA. So we're going to reward you for getting 11 wins, but we're not going to then going to give you like the tradable coins if you hit a salary, if you hit a Mane, but you will get the player. So I, I think that would have been nice. Um, but yeah, I like the fact that they've not let it go stale. Um, the one thing I, I know you mentioned division rivals, a uh, bit bit off off on the tangent, but with division rivals, I hate the fact that there's not relegation because mm-hmm. the way it's played this year is that everyone gets to elite because when players get promoted from one division, it leaves the lower skilled player pool. So then the less skilled players are lingo from that division that the good players left so on and so forth until you get to a position now where people are in elite who shouldn't be in elite in my opinion but that that's a bit of a tangent no we yeah, we, we could go off on that for a long time too and i it's always been weird with elite as well um but again it was weird how elite was kind of before this year everyone thought elite would be that kind of not uh, not like a really tough to get into but it will be hard to get into and almost now i think if you've played fifa the whole year you at least should be close to elite and obviously you only get relegated two divisions per season anyway, but most people, regardless of how good they are, should be close to elite if they play for the most part of the year, um, if they do have two thumbs for the most part. And But like I said, it's not that hard to get there. Um, and even you've got people again... You're surprised. The, the, you've got, you're no, surprised. to be fair, going back to that, you've got the, the guy for, I think it's from Scotland, the guy who plays with his feet, and he's good. Yeah. He's very, yeah, very good. I mean, oh, stream, he's very good. I would not want to play against him in champs. No. Mate amazing what he does seriously yeah it is and then when i think he plays does he play call of duty as well i think he plays call of yeah duty. he does call of duty as well yeah yeah he's he's uh, that's a that's a story for another time as well but i do want to do a quick review i know we've kind of gone over a few teams here and there i do want to kind of do a quick review of the two previous tots obviously got the community 
and Eredivisie. We'll kind of recap them very, very quickly. We've got some other things to go through as well. Um, Jay, for you first, kind of thoughts on the community, thoughts on Eredivisie, thoughts on the teams, any players that you used from either of these or players that you might want to get into your team at some point? Yeah, I thought it was quite interesting because obviously we did see some of the, the players before team, before team season was going to start. And I think a lot of people were saying that they were super under like low rated in terms of what team season should be um and then they eventually when it came out they were a bit more boosted um which i think was good whether they saw that and boosted them up or whether it was wrong the whole time i'm not sure um but i think there's a couple of good players now I've, I've really liked zaha since i've hacked him i think if you wanted a, a cheaper version of of mané that's out this year he's pretty uh, pretty similar uh, this week sorry um he's pretty similar in terms of his his stats um, I know, I know. Fred was someone who a lot of people were excited about as well. Um, in terms of Eredivisie, I think it's kind of the the Gravenberg show, really. Um, I know some people were interested in that Anthony, but yeah, I think Gravenberg is the uh, the king in that. But a bit of a shame. I, I can't remember what it was. Was it Red Picks or something where you couldn't actually get Gravenberg? Yeah, the, the red picks were, it was capped for the, if you wanted to get both of them, I think it was capped. I think it was only one rank where you could get grab and book. I think that was 14 wins because 14. six sixteen yeah. wins was a guaranteed. The like the top league of that week, so whether obviously Community will be last week, Prem will be this week, and like obviously the, the E-Figs leagues and so forth. But again, yeah, I think 14 was the only the only rank you could actually pack grab and book. It was a, was a little bit strange there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, obviously you've gone over there like Zaha again I used him last week as well incredible player uh, I don't know how I mean I know he's going up a little bit in price now but he's uh, definitely 5 to 4 star very comparable to the I think third and former Mbappe actually which kind of which people forget about with his price but again community is always a, a nice little starting point but again it's not really the uh, the, the main course which people sure. want yeah. And, Dan, and Danny, for you, kind of thoughts on the uh, initial first two teams, community and Eredivisie, any guys that you use from those teams as well? Um, yeah, no, I actually liked it, to be honest. I liked I liked the idea around it. Um, I think Eredivisie is a weird one to start off with because who uses Eredivisie? You know, like, it's there's no... It kind of takes away the buzz of team of the season having Eredivisie going first. You know, bring out Prem first and then slowly bring out like the smaller ones, like what they're doing with the championship and stuff like that. You know, um, I think having a full week on Air Division just drags it out completely. Um, saying that, I've used a couple of players in it. That Sanger is hands down the best CDM I've used in the game all year, you know, um, and he links with Zaha as well and Robbie Keane because they're both Irish. Um, but uh, go on, James. Go on, James. Go on. <laughs> I'm not, I'm He's not, not Irish. Right, um, but yeah, I, I have I have enjoyed it, and I've enjoyed how packable they've been, um, and maybe that is why they've started off with this kind of the communities and season and and the lower league, so that people can get stocked up with these, so they feel like they've you know been a part of it and got their got their pack weight or whatever. And um, Prem team of the season, I loaded on twelve k FIFA points. I opened up big packs, not one team of the season. I haven't packed one Prem team of the season, um, not one. Uh, other than the guaranteed packs from foot champs that's it um so really disappointed with that um i don't know whether the pack weight has just been lowered for prem it probably has been um but yeah very very i've opened a lot of packs this week for prem and uh, very disappointed with it to be honest but um but it's been good the community team this season fred zaha um are the ones really aren't they um that people people want um i've come up against that fred and he's so annoying 
Um, I have Zaha on both accounts. I got him in red picks as well, and he's my main striker. He's unbelievable, great player. Um, and then yeah, after that, there's not really not really much else that that interests anyone really. Well, there's one guy that no one's mentioned so far, and that's uh, Luis Suarez, who I did manage to Suarez. get. I did manage to get him as a red pick last weekend. I will tell you, boys, he's very very good. Um, I was buzzing about that as well. A couple of times. Yeah, he's four, beast, four star, man. five star, and the only issue is he's obviously got that five star skill move. Um, foot the foot birthday card as well, but this card I've got right now, he's def was def definitely made champs all the uh, all the worthwhile last week as well. And James, the issue you, with him is he's yeah. hard though. He's hard to link, isn't he, Max? Like, icons, unless you have an icon team. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. nowadays with, with the amount of icon SPCs as well. Like there's so many right now too. I, like, yeah. Again, we were, went over that last week as well on the podcast. That there are so many icon SPCs released pre-tots that they're so easy to grind throughout tots because the amount of cards we're going to yeah. get, whether they're kind of good tots or not, they're going to be high rated, which does help you along the way. And then we'll go over yeah. icon swaps a little bit too. But obviously with the release of icon swaps, it does help you get them in as well, which again, icons aren't what they used to be, but they're still required if you want to link guys like Suarez in your team. Otherwise, it's going to be so tough to get in your team as well. And then, James, for you, how how do you think the uh, the community in Eredivisie were, and uh, any players that you want to try or you've used so far from these teams? Um, I think it was a good start. Um, there were some very nice cards. I got Zaha, um, red, and in I got him on tradable from the pack as well. He's very good. Um, really enjoyed using him up front and out wide. And Carrasco was one that surprised me. He's very hit and miss. Um, I thought it'd be better than he was, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so I opened 150 packs yesterday and I got Haller three times, which I wasn't happy about. Um, so yeah, uh, it's it, it's been a good it's been a good start to the season. Uh, I really like uh, John McGinn actually. is has been he's been very good in midfield for me. And uh, obviously I packed uh, Livermento from a bronze pack on stream, which is which is always nice. Um, so yeah, I think it's been a good start um, with Prem teamless season. Uh, similar to Dan, but I packed two. But I've only packed Allison and Trent. Tried Trent. It's not a patch on Team of the Air Hakimi. Um, so we were straight back out. Um, and Allison, I actually really like. Allison is very good. He's replaced uh, Moments van der Sar for me. So he's, uh, he's been very good. So yeah, I sort of echo what the other boys have said. Um, a good start, but it could have been better. I, I feel like there's some cards in there that could have had a bit more of a boost. I'm sort of looking at like Gerard Moreno as an example literally just in there for fodder um Tyreek Mitchell doesn't look too bad with his stats but again would have been nice to see him boosted a little bit more Connor Cody 80 pace you're just thinking why it's team of the season just give him 85 plus give him 90 pace it's it's one of these things where EA just seems scared to give like the bench players a, a huge boost where I think make them usable so if you pack them it's only a good thing you know you shouldn't be in blues and go in Oh, I'm disappointed because it's only X, Y, and Z player. It's true. Yeah, you shouldn't be disappointed with any team of the season, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should be packing a team of the season. And go, wow, we go straight into my team now. You yeah. know, this should all be off that level. Apart from like obviously where you get like your your really good icons. I feel like team of the season should be like that point of the year where you go every single card is off that level. Well, that's the thing as well with with well, I mean, with the rest of the year, EA have done pretty well with making most promo cards usable to some extent. Whether they put a centre back in the in a promo, they give them a massive boost in pace, things like that. Although with team of the season, it does seem a bit weird at first because we've had again a lot of great promos pre pre team of the season. We had foot fancy, foot captains, 
uh, for Berthing. And those are three promos which probably have a lot of players that are still going to be usable mm. for the most part of Tots anyway. And I know Danny mentioned previously as well about releasing all the lower league Tots first and then giving the big ones at a later date. If they did do that, release the lower ones first, at least then you'd be tempted to use these lower league Tots or like off-division, off-league Tots because at that stage mm. when they're released... They are some of the best cards in the game. The only issue when you release these alongside the big leagues is that no one cares about these kind of off-league off league team of the season players. Again, you've got Gravenberch, you've got Timber, maybe Anthony from the Eredivisie. The community is kind of a, a little taster here and there. Like, this is what we you could get for the rest of Tots. And obviously, it's been absolutely... The, the Prem Tots has wiped the floor with the community. Um, and the community will continue to be kind of outshone by the other leagues. But it does seem strange, again, why they wouldn't release kind of maybe the, the, the worser leagues first and then at least make you want to use these cards. Because now, again, regardless of how long you play the game for, even guys who start, start a new team at Tots, your team's going to be already within two three weeks in oh, way better my, than... i'm a week i'm a week in and my keynote the glory team is probably nearly on par with my main account just because of how easy it is to grind the game with spcs and stuff like that and the, the cards that you get from foot champs it's ridiculous how quickly you can build a strong team these days i remember the days when it took you literally had to play with bronze players at the start of the game you didn't have a choice like unless you slapped on them a lot of fifa points yeah. um like you didn't have a choice i think they've I was going to ask your opinion on what you think of all these SBCs coming out. Do you think it's good for the game? Or do you think, like, with all these overpowered centre-backs, strikers, like, they're, I feel like they're over-flooding the community with these. And I feel like it's 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 too easy now for someone to just to have a foot birthday Ramos or a, or a flashback Varane and just have two of the best centre-backs in the game. Well, that's the thing I, as I well. Think... It's, it's a weird one. Sorry. It's a weird one for me yeah. because most people play FIFA to improve their team and get a better team. And when you get to that point when your team is set, you don't want to play mm -hmm. the game as much. And what we always say yeah. on the podcast, going back to uh, a thing that Chewboy used to work at EA, so there's an EA had it, had, it, had it always planned out that they know that when people get to their near end game team, they see their game time decrease massively. So that's why the power yeah. curve is a slow creep to keep them playing throughout the time. Sorry, James, what were you going to say? I was just going to say to Dan, I think that's why they've stuck away the league SBCs right before the Premier League tops as well. Because coming from my perspective of a menu grind, it is so easy to do BPM, do league SBCs, pack players, and do SBCs. If, if we had all the league SBCs there, I can guarantee I'd probably pack half of the Premier League team this season. Because the amount of times that you could literally just rinse and repeat it, it's so easy. I think that's why as well EA took Icon SBCs away in after FIFA 19 because they brought out all the big Icon SBCs. I started a new account that year in the January. Remember by March, we had like Hullet, we had Maldini. By Team of the Season, I'd crafted literally all the big end icons. So for me, that at that point of the game, it was endgame because I had no mm -hmm. I had no reason to play on because I'd, I literally had the best icon team in the game. I think, um, I think we've got to remember with, with the centre-back situation as well, Remember the the whole their whole message at the start of the year was that they wanted people to stop using fullbacks at centre back, and the whole reason why we were going to get more 85, 90 plus pace centre backs is to stop people doing that and to just discourage it. And personally, I'd probably rather have higher pace centre backs than people playing fullbacks fullbacks at centre back mm -hmm. over again. It's a tough one with that one too. I know because again nowadays all these centre backs are as good as these fullbacks as well anyway. Yeah. And again, I think it's good this year that it's kind of more realistic. Again, you look, you watch real life football. A lot of centre backs aren't that slow. A lot of them are, are as pacey as kind of these attackers as well. Yeah. So 
it's a weird one there, but at least it kind of is meant to even out. And maybe that is a reason this year why it's kind of sometimes going to be hard to play against people with their, whether it be AI defending things or that because this year centre-backs are a lot quicker and it's a lot harder to just kind of run through a whole team and kind of outpace the whole back line as well. Um, but I do want to move on to, I know we kind of touched over the Prem Tots a little bit going through, but I do want to go over it properly now again. Obviously, get your guys' thoughts on the team selection. I mean, the only guy for me that really stands out that shouldn't be in there as far as I know, I'm a, I'm a Man United fan. I don't want to say it too, too loudly, um, but I've got no idea how Bruno got into that team. But again, go over like we've done with previous tots. Kind of any guy, any player that stand out to you, guys you want to get in your team, guys you've used already, and then we'll go over the additional players too. Obviously, have the De Gea objective, which probably one of the best objectives we've had this year. I know the player of the month, De Gea, was a absolute menace to play against. Obviously, Saka objective two, and then uh, Delhi Ali and Kane, which I know James uh, has done already. And James, we'll go to you first on this one. Actually, kind of uh, your thoughts on the Prem tots. I know you're going to probably say, why wasn't Kane in the initial tots? But obviously he's got an SPC now, but and obviously the uh, your thoughts on the additional players too. Um, I understand. Firstly, I understand why Kane didn't get a team this season. He only raised hand up for the second half of the season, as did all the Tottenham teams. So, but I think Son deserved his spot. I think the most non-penalty goals in the league this season. I think that was pretty undisputable. Um, again with Bruno, I'm very surprised Bruno got in. Feel like there were some players who really missed out. Fabinho being a big one. I'm very surprised Fabinho didn't get one. I'm surprised Matip didn't get one as well. Uh, Matip, for me this season, has probably been the best centre-half in the league. I think I think that's a pretty common consensus as well. I know when I brought it up on stream, um, people sort of agreed with me. Um, so it's a bit of an odd one with those two, missing out. Uh, Bruno, as I say, in my opinion, shouldn't be there. Um, but in terms of the team, everything else, I think I pretty much agree with. But I would have liked to see, I would have liked to see at least Fabinho in there. The SBCs, um, I obviously really like the Deli Ali flashback. I think he's one of the best midfielders in the game. Um, I haven't used him for about 30, 40 games already. Um, he can play attacking mid, he can play centre mid, secondary CDM. He's very, very good. Very, very agile on the ball, surprisingly, as well, given his height. Harry Kane is a bit of a funny one. The SBC is uh, large in game, as you'd expect. Being, I think it's like a tall and, is he a tall body type of thing? So he's, he's a bit tall, lanky in game. He finishes literally everything. He'd finish my dinner if he had the chance. He is <laughs> clinical in front of goal. Um, time green finesse outside the box. Top bins every time. It's literally carried me this weekend league. Um, so yeah, it's Prem Tot's been it's been good. I would have liked to see more variety with the SBCs. I think having two two Tottenham players, well, one former Tottenham player and a uh, Harry Kane, I think I would have liked to see maybe Fabinho get an SBC. Maybe that's going to come in the next couple of days. Don't know. Um, but yeah, there's there's a couple of big players missing, in my opinion, in that team this season. I don't know what you boys think. I know, yeah, we'll go to Danny next year. I know he's probably going to say a few, a few more Liverpool players need to be chucked in there as well. But Danny, uh, thoughts on the uh, the Prem Tots so far and uh, any players that you used and uh, that have been good, good in game for you as well? Um... Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with what James said. To be honest, apart from the Bruno statement, I think he's done more than enough to actually get in. And it's crazy because we had we had like a three-hour debate on my stream where we went through every player who was actually uh, nominated, and we literally went through every single person's stats for the season. And Bruno has had better stats than nearly every midfielder this season, believe it or not. His goals, his goal contributions, is double, nearly double of what Bernardo Silva's is. Bernardo Silva got in. His chance creation is actually, 
I'm pretty sure three times as much as what Bernardo Silva is. And his assists are like, he has six or seven more assists or something like that. So, but everyone's not up, uproared about Bernardo Silva being in it. You know, as far as I'm concerned, I'm looking at Bernardo Silva now. He scored eight goals and assisted three in 32 games. But yeah, everybody's still happy with Bernardo Silva being in there. Saying he, you know, so I think with, with team of the season, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, agendas and bias. People buy into certain outlooks on players just because of what is being said online. You know, Bruno hasn't had a good year compared to his other years, not compared to anyone else's. Compared to his first couple of years here, it's not on his standard. But I, I'm pretty sure the whole United team, Bar De Gea and, and Ronaldo, um, have had a very below average season. Um, I think Bruno has been one of the up there with Ronaldo and De Gea for, in terms of performances. Like, whether, whether you agree or not, his stats tell a different tale. So I think Bruno actually deserves to be in it. Um, I don't think Bernardo Silva deserves to be in it. I think he's in a City team where if I'm getting three assists and eight goals in that City team from midfield, I don't understand why I deserve a spot in it, to be honest. Um, don't get me wrong. I think I, I'm, not, I'm not a stat merchant. I know I, can, I watch football and I can see what he does for the team as well in terms of he gives the ball to De Bruyne instead of him actually making the final pass and stuff like that. And he does great things before you score the goal. And I get that. Um, but for me, I'm just thinking. Listen, if if we're gonna if we're gonna be be saying, this is one of the best centre mids in the Prem this year, I mean, I'm not so sure. Um, when it does come to the stats, but um, I think De Gea was robbed for team of the season. I think Matip, one billion percent, has been the best centre back. He's been better than Van Dijk, and he's on par with Ruben Diaz this year in terms of um percentages and stats as well, and um. He's been he's been an absolute rock for us. Uh, I think Van Dijk isn't hitting his heights as what he did uh, before his knee injury. I think he's he's suffered a little bit with pace. I know he's still quite quick, and um, but there's a lot of times where I've watched it and some of the goals we've conceded, it's Van Dijk not being able to get back and cover the space um, that has been left in behind, and us playing a high line like that really kills us having having him not being able to be as agile as what he was, um. Other than that, I'm I'm quite happy. I'm really happy Jota got in. He deserved it. Um, I'm really really happy Jota got in. Um, you know, I think he scored 17 goals this year, and he's playing out of position. He's a winger. He came to us as a winger, and he's playing as a centre forward. Um, he's been phenomenal for us. Um, Ronaldo obviously deserved it. Son, one billion percent deserved it as well. He's carried Tottenham this year. You know, when when Kane hasn't hasn't been there, hasn't been stepping up. Son has dragged them through, big time. Um, and I think personally as well, I know Kane has been outstanding, but Son has always been the unsung hero of, of Spurs for the last three to four years. I think he's not got enough credit for what he's done. He's been sensational. Um, obviously, Salah, I had someone I had someone come into my chat last night and, and tell me that Salah has been awful this season. Um, and he was a Liverpool fan, apparently. Um, <laughs> Now, when I told him that he scored 30-plus goals this year in all competitions, he said, yeah, but what about that one pass that he didn't make against Villarreal? So that actually triggered me. That was a, I, bet, I actually have a feeling it was James on an alt account trying oh, to get some bites. But, um, but yeah, that triggered me a little bit. Look, Salah, Salah's the best player in the league this year, hands down. Like, I know people say since AFCON, he's, um, he's not been his best and I think the 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 him losing the AFCON and Egypt getting knocked out of the World Cup had taken a massive toll on his mentality as well. Um however 
you know, he's still come back from AFCON. I think he scored like 10 plus goals and like four, five, six assists in the last like 10 games. Like people don't understand like how difficult it is to, to literally score two and three goals a game in the Premier League. I don't understand what more people want. So that annoys me. Um, but yeah, team of the season, I'm, I think it's pretty fair. I think it's pretty fair. You know, there's argument for a lot of people. Fabinho and Rodri, it was a it was a toss-up for me on stream between Fabinho and Rodri. I'm happy with either, to be honest. I think what Rodri has done in the last couple of weeks in terms of goals, he scored a couple of goals. I think that may have just pipped him into it because there's a little bit of hype about him. He scored two crackers, I think, in the last two games. Um, but for me, Fabinho is absolutely sensational. What he's done for us this year in terms of just breaking up play and... You know, he's won games on on his own just from his, his, his defensive um mindset. So but yeah, either of them. And then obviously you've Trent. Um the, the one thing that interests me is the fact that there's no Chelsea players. And oh, yeah, then, with with the Chelsea players I heard there was gonna be yeah. a thing regarding they couldn't put any Chelsea players yeah. in the uh team yeah, season. Whether so, that's true or not remains to be seen, but it was a bit of a, a strange thing to come out about that. So it's int it's interesting to think to think like there would be there would be quite a there would be a couple of Chelsea players put in there in the starting eleven in my in my opinion if if they were allowed Rudiger's been for me probably the best defender defensive um centre back in in the league this year and um, probably just tips it ahead of Matip and then um, you have Mason Mount who has had an outstanding season as well I didn't actually realise how well of a season he had until someone said because I was like nah he's he's not he's not done that great pretty sure he's had like 20 goal contributions this year between goals and assists you know which is incredible really um so he would definitely be in the running for one and then you have Mendy as well who's been phenomenal for Chelsea you know so it would have been very interesting to see who got in and who didn't get in um into this team of the year uh team of the season rather if uh if Chelsea were actually able to to get in um I'm not sure Diaz or or Van Dijk would have been safe, to be honest. Yeah, that was the that was a strange one. I mean, they they could have at least given us some explanation for that and the Chelsea stuff. And I know did they, not, did they not say it was because no, of the, they didn't the... they didn't say anything. The only thing that was kind of released, I think, was probably f through Sheriff, who basically most people now take as whatever he says is what EA is actually going on with things. So that's been kind of the weird thing with that. And I do want to. We are going to go over the kind of leak stuff uh, shortly as kind of our last discussion. And Jay, to you here, I know, uh, I know, Danny's kind of gone through every single player in the Premier. You're, yeah, not bad. You're not really. <laughs> nothing. We'll go through uh, if you thought any Leeds players should have gone through all the Leeds players. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, Jay, for you, kind of uh, <laughs> any players that you want to use from this team, and any players that you used so far from the Prem Tots as well. Yeah, I think I, in terms of how I was voting and how the team season looks, I kind of look at it a different way as. I quite like to look at it as what players I want to use on FIFA and what players are going to be good. I know there's two different schools of thought of how, how you should vote on it. In the end of the day, it doesn't matter too much. But um, I, maybe it's because I'm not supporting a top three, four club and I'm a Leeds top fan. Top four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Stay going, Stay going. But yeah, I, I, I look at the players. I look at players like Declan Rice, Rodri. Yeah, they probably deserved it. In for the season, but they're not very desirable cards in terms of in the game right now. You look, you look at their prices, and it says says exactly um, the whole story. Um, and as well, in terms of players that have had team of the years, I know again you can't really help that, but Cancelo, Diaz, De Bruyne, mm. Ronaldo—they've already had team of the year cards that are very similar to their team of the well. seasons. They're better than the. So ones yeah, I just 
I would have quite liked to see them look at some other players like over different clubs, like maybe Jared Bowen, Ivan Tony, play, players that have done really well for their clubs individually. Mm. Um, and, and Rafinha as well. I'll sneak that in there. Um, <laughs> Do you know what yeah. was there, mate? It, it would be nice if like we had one player from each team. And even That's if what I was just thinking, yeah. was, I hate to say it, but League SBCs again. And just bringing back the whole 20 clubs for a League SBC, each segment give a boosted 85 card to the single best player of every single team. And obviously, you might not have the stats of an 85 card, but then obviously you're not getting the SBC value, which is ultimately why the EA took the players away in the first place, because you could rinse 90-rated players to do SBCs. But it would be nice to have like a token player from your club, so you can just do, go do that one segment. And for example, Jay, you could go, go get Rafinha. Yeah. And have Rafinha was like a team of the season card, a boosted 85 card, and I think the power of that and the drive behind trying to build your own ultimate team and having a player represent your club is pretty undervalued as well. So I think mm-hmm. people, if, if you told, say, uh, a fan of a bottom half Premier League club that can have a special card, they'd pay way over the odds for what that card would actually be be mm-hmm. worth it is to get them in the team. But in terms of players that I've used, I've only packed um, I packed Trent um, and uh, Ruben Diaz, the only two I've packed so far. So I'm actually using Trent at left back because I have. Like uh, like James said, I've got team of the year, Kimi up right back, and he's not going anywhere. So, yeah, there's been some. I've I've used a few myself as well. I use Bernardo Silva, Declan Rice. Um, they've both been pretty good. Declan Rice has been solid in the middle again, medium high per for a CDM. Bernardo Silva is only issue probably is the uh, a lack. Of, I'm not saying a lack of pace. He's got 88 pace and 90 shooting, but on the ball he's crazy. But again, it's Bernardo Silva is always good on the ball. It's just the kind of the actual like shooting part of it. Mm-hmm. So it lets him down a little bit. But a perfect cam, and obviously the rest of Prem again. Obviously, guys like Sun's going to be crazy. Um, obviously, Ronaldo, to, Salah, Mane. I would, yeah, I would love to try Mane, even if yeah, just a just a buy him to try him out. He looks incredible, especially for the meta. I hate that word, but the how the game is at the moment. He's, he seems perfect. Well, he yeah, I'm, he's, I mean, he's going to have a better card soon now. When we when we win the Champions League, he's going to get a 98 rated now. Mane on his road to the road road to the final. Not gonna have five star skills, so is he? So he can't ball roll scoot. Has that, exactly. that one? <laughs> <laughs> ball roll scoot. That's all I do. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mane right now is 3 million. I mean, Salah's 2.5 mil again. Salah, again, these guys like way better cast like a team of the year, Messi, which I think Messi right now is like 2 mil again. So we'll have to see with the rest of the teams. I do think Prem is always gonna be one of the best, if not the best, team of the season released, uh, as far as obviously popular players in the team, too. But it does seem a bit weird too that this is the first team of the season, a big one anyway, released, and that uh, people probably try and get rather get the full prem team than any other team. But obviously, we'll have to see how the other teams are and how good they are as well. To if you actually want to get some of those other guys in your squad as well. And I do want to go over kind of one kind of last topic. We always try and go over like a, a little discussion topic during the podcast. And today's topic is going to be have leaks ruined hype surrounding team of the season and I know leaks have been a part of the game for for a few years now whether they've kind of been more uh, early this year and kind of more correct we know kind of the actual stats like a week before they're actually released and I want to get your guys takes on it obviously whether you think it really affects you too much and kind of compare it to last year as well because I know they were leaks were around last year um, throughout sorts maybe they weren't kind of uh, as extreme as they are now but I want to get you guys' takes on whether you do, you think they actually ruin the hype surrounding tots, whether you don't mind them, and kind of if there is going to be a place in the future for leaks, and whether you think they're going to go anywhere or not. And uh, 
Jay, we'll go to you first in this one. Kind of your thoughts on leaked around tots, and do you think it kind of ruins the hype going into it? Um, I think there's kind of like um, there's three kind of camps for in terms of thoughts around leaks. Is kind of want to see every single car before they come out, and is happy to wants wants all the content. You got absolutely hates it and wants to block everything and not not be not be not be leaked and have anything spoiled. And you have the ones in the middle that are probably similar to me. Is I don't really like leaks, but I've got a cut kind of because it's happened all year you've got used to it and you just accepted that you're going to see things in, in advance um i think you see a lot more people who are in the absolutely hate it camp and don't want to see anything gradually go into like the middle of i hate it but it's part of the game now because ea are clearly not going to do anything about it because it's been around for so long and there's stuff they could have done that they haven't in terms of sniffing out who's doing it and it, it would be very easy for them to stop it but it is absolute free marketing and you can't really blame them for you can't really blame them for for leaking it to be honest. And for the most part as well, I mean, I'm not saying nothing against them and do it, but again, a lot of, a lot of time it's easy content. Again, you look at again the biggest guy right now, Sheriff. I think he's coming up to nearly half a million followers, and that just shows you there how how much people care about leaks to to get that many yeah, followers but, in that short space of time too. Yeah, at the same t- yeah, it built it has built accounts and people are doing well out of it, but it also probably has screwed over more accounts the other side in terms of people trying to do concept squads predictions all this kind of thing and that was a lot more healthy to the game because it introduced more people in terms of giving their opinion and sharing sharing with their friends and what do you think that kind of thing who's who's going to get in that doesn't really exist anymore so. and that yeah that's one thing no one really ever speaks about so i'm glad you brought that up as well again i remember going back to like a few years back now kind of all these kind of uh, predictions and kind of again concept squads for certain promos and again, you like said now there is no need for that. There's no point because we already know like one to two weeks in advance what's coming. Um, it does completely wipe that out as well. Um, yeah, and it's, it's it's obviously the a few accounts that know what's going on compared to if everyone got the information at the same time, then fine. You know, everyone's getting that information, but it is a, a few accounts that know about things and getting it leaked out there, and then it just spreads from there rather than everyone having their guests, predictions, concept squads and kind of thing, which is good for the game, in my opinion. As far as things for you, Jay, though, would you say the, the leaks have ruined your your TOTS experience at all or do you think it's it's kind of a, it's not really changed it too much? Yeah, it's, it's kind of strange because, like I said, you, are, you get used to it through the year because it's going to happen no matter what. But I do 100% miss, you know, logging in on a Friday, logging in on a Friday evening for a new promo and seeing the new players first of all. And I think, if we could get that back in some in, in some capacity, it'd be amazing. Even if even if we know about half the squad, and the rest of the other half is is a, is a complete mystery, even better. But I can't see it happening personally. Yeah, it's a tough one. And Danny, I want to go to you next on this one. Obviously, what are your kind of your thoughts on leaks, and do you think they have actually ruined the hype surrounding the team this season? Um, well, as you know, I think you're a foot sheriff, so I'm going to say uh, <laughs> it's be fine because I don't want you to. Um, pinch me on your Twitter account with 500,000 people. Um, Sorry, but, bought a Ferrari uh, the other week, so it clearly is. <laughs> I'm, telling, I'm telling you, Max is foot sheriff, 100%. Um, right. No, uh, I think I hate leaks. I hate them. I, I genuinely hate them. I, I think it's it's it takes the whole buzz out of everything. Like, yes, it's good for some content creators because they can make um, some bank from it and stuff like that. But all in all, I honestly, honestly feel like how much of a buzz was it waiting for certain cards to drop or when cards, I think a couple of times they've missed or they just didn't bother leaking a couple of cards that, um, 
that had uh, that had been released and when they dropped we were like oh my god this is sick like this is brilliant and that feeling of like excitement thinking have you seen the new card has been dropped that's that's taken away from us now i genuinely i genuinely think that it, leaks have ruined the whole hype around every SBC that's been released this year and um, you know but it's one of these things where i don't think it's ever going away ever i think it's too easy I, I, it's not just one person leaking these in ea anymore this is there's a there's a overhaul of people who are who are um sending out leaks from ea and uh, you know you see it on tiktok you see it on twitter you see it on facebook everything you know so i, I don't think it's going away and I don't know how they're going to counteract it, to be honest, unless EA just decide to to drop any SBC that's been leaked and just bring out a new one instead. But I can't see him doing that. Um, so, yeah, it's a shame, man. It's a shame. It, it's, it really is a shame. I, I don't enjoy it. The one, yeah, the one I mean, thing with it, too, I, I do think... I'm not gonna. It's my, this is my conspiracy that I believe a little bit too. That I think EA are, are fine with the leaks the way they are right now. Because I know, like you guys have said, that again you missed that kind of thing of logging on, at, say six p.m. on a Friday, then boom, yeah. you find out the team. At least the way it's going right now, they can kind of leak one player per day or every like say two a day, and that kind of builds up the tension towards the the full release of the team as well. So. In a way, you kind of get that, you miss that one kind of initial surprise of the whole team. Whereas the way they're doing it right now, you get loads of little surprises throughout the week of what could be in the team. And whether, I mean, obviously we know that it's been around for a long time now. EA could have figured out a way to stop it. But in a way, there is some positive to finding out one player every couple of hours here and there. It's a, it's kind of like they can use it as a testing ground as well. Like they can leak a player and see what the community's reaction is it, it to it before they've even released it. And see if people are going to like this, or if they need to boost him up or make it yeah. worse. You I wouldn't know, be the surprised if they are behind it. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. And I like we saw with the uh, the community. I think it was the community team that they uh, sheriff posted about these cards, and then going back to when the team was about to release, he was like, "Okay, these are actually the updated stats and the players." And whether EA saw that and were like, "Okay, maybe we need to boost these cards more." Obviously, remains to be seen. But yeah, yeah, that, that is interesting. That could have been one of those things as well. So great point there as well, Jay. And James, for you, I know you've been sat there patiently. Leaks, you were you a big fan of them. Are they, are they kind of ruined your uh, TOTS experience at all? What are your thoughts on them? Um, so for me personally, I, I really hate leaks. Um, I miss the assignment of, like Dan said, logging at 6pm, being excited about what content's come out. Um, I think people, people profiting from leaks is also wrong. I think it's another reason why EA need to clamp down on it. Um, obviously, I'm not going to speak about accounts individually. I know some have already been mentioned, but I know some of the numbers that have been sort of quoted and you're just thinking you're profiting off other people's hard work. I don't think I don't think I don't think we want that in the community personally. I don't, I don't know what other people think. Um, another thing, Winter Wildcard, the Winter Wildcard promo, I managed to avoid leaks for that. And I have to say that when the token system first dropped, I had no idea. So me logging on at Friday at 6 p.m. for that, it just elevated the promo for me to like a whole different level. And I really enjoyed it. I really got into it. Whereas since then, it's been virtually impossible to avoid leaks. Um, and you just find yourself like, well, I know what's coming out. I don't, I don't have to log on at 6 p.m. now because I know what's being dropped. I think the other interesting thing is, is maybe EA are the ones who are leaking it and maybe for them in the future maybe what we'll see in FIFA 23 
is EA dropping teasers or SBCs on their official accounts and teasing that these will be coming out. I think that's an interesting way that EA could combat leaks and uh, mm. really take sort of control of the content that's coming out. So, for example, say this team of the season, Harry Kane, maybe we could have seen him drop um, alongside the um, Premier League team of the season image, but as like a team of the season SBC coming soon. We don't know when it's going to drop, but we know it's going to come. We don't know the stats. We just see like the mini card yeah. of like his picture. We don't know his overall. And maybe that's a way that EA could get ahead of the leagues. And maybe that's what we'll see moving forward into FIFA 23. Because I think there's maybe some credibility in doing that for EA. Obviously, you might still get the accounts that are going to leak the stats. They're going to leak the actual face stats as well. But I think that's an interesting way for EA to maybe get in front of it and say, this is what we're going to do. Then if if they're still going to get a hold of that information, the leak account and link it, then ultimately EA can stop it. If EA want to stop it, they could, and they're not stopping it for a reason. Now, whether that's because of they're getting the word out about the cards, they're finding engagement a lot higher at 6pm when they're releasing good content. And maybe this is why we're seeing a lot more SBCs. I know we touched on it earlier, but we're seeing a lot of centre-back SBCs. We're seeing a lot more high-end SBCs than we used to. A lot more moments SBCs, icons. Um... So maybe that's why that we're getting a lot of this SBT content, because maybe that's what's driving the engagement with FIFA 22. Maybe yeah. that is what's bringing people to the game is, oh, this is coming out. We don't know when it's going to come. So I'm going to log on at six o'clock every day to see if it's dropped. And maybe for EA, what they're seeing in their stats is that it's 6 to 7 p.m. UK time. They're seeing their engagement figures of logging onto the game, unique users go through the roof because they're expecting things to come out, like the Icon Moments pick, the Prime Icon packs. Um, I mean, now it's pretty much common standard that on a Sunday at 6pm, we'll get some form of Icon upgrade. So EA is sort of bringing that expectation of, we're going to release this content on this day. So, I mean, you have the picks as well, you have the upgrades. They come out every Monday now. You're expecting the Icons every Sunday, you're expecting marquee matchups on the Thursday, you get the new promo on the Friday. It's all getting people into a routine to get them to log into the game. So yeah. I think maybe that's where they're coming from with the leaks as well, because people are expecting that content to come. So they're going to ultimately going to log on at six and see if it's come on that day. I think yeah. they've kind of had that soft way of leaking or teasing with, with the loading screens that we've had for so long. Mm. And they've, yeah. they've always done like, say a promo starts and it would be a very minimalistic, but it would have some things on there that would hint towards what it's going to be and then slowly through the week you get three cards on there with two stats and that position is that kind mm. of thing and they clearly like that in terms of showing people a bit and not and then you remember when yeah. it, before leaks were around i remember like i don't know if leaks were still around at this point but you get a loading screen and that loading screen when it came out would be everyone would post it on twitter and you'd, your the whole timeline would be that same mm. loading screen oh there's a new loading screen new loading screen and you'd, everyone would be guessing what three players it was and that kind of thing. But now you're like, oh, yeah, that player's been leaked, so we know that that, that player has that stat, so it's, it's there already. Like, yeah. why, would they, why would they do both at the same time, you know? But, yeah, it's a strange one again. Whether they are behind it remains to be seen again. Some great points here. I think from what we've gone on here, I think there is there is some, not evidence, but kind of it would be a good, good way of them to actually leak things through other leakers too. And whether they can kind of get a hold of their own leaks and then start leaking them themselves, like James said, like say leaking a say Harry Kane cards coming here and there. Um, we'll see where that going forward as well. Well, that, we are going to go ahead and wrap things up here, boys. We're going to go through our guests and where you can find them. Jay, where can people find you? Um, so you can find me on Twitch at jplays96. 
um, and then the same same uh, username on Twitter and now TikTok. I've been posting there regularly for the Team of Seasonal Bus series. So if you want to catch up on that, we've got six episodes. And uh, when do you normally stream as well, Jay? Um, so it'd be in the evenings in the week. So around five, six, six o'clock, three days a week, and then one day on the weekend. So usually Sunday daytimes. Okay, perfect. And James, where can people find you? Yeah, so uh, BPM uh, underscore Animal, both on Twitter and Twitch. Um, Twitch, I usually stream weekdays at 7 p.m. UK. Weekends, it's usually 12 p.m. UK, but I do put a schedule out on Twitter usually. I've been very bad this week and I haven't. But uh, <laughs> usually there is a schedule. But they're the usual times that I go live. Okay, perfect. And uh, Danny, where can people find you? Yeah, Decampion on Twitch and Decampion FIFA on TikTok and on Twitter. And um, I basically kind of just stream whenever I want. It's 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 kind of a common theme now. I give someone a time, and I'll be late, so I I just stream when I want. Uh, every day, I stream every single day when I, unless I have something on. Mainly evenings and late nights, late 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 nights. But yeah, um, that's where you can find me. And thanks very much for having us on as well, Max. It was uh, it was ledge man. It was really cool to uh, to do this. No so worries, boys. Yeah, appreciate all you guys coming on again. For those guys listening, episodes are out every single Monday. You can also follow us over on Twitter at for Footsec Pod. And also, we are going to have our first sponsor of the podcast announced very, very soon. Looking forward to that coming out. But appreciate you guys for listening as well. Mm-hmm.